events that we grew. Right. You know? So uh, right. we, we grew our event in Madrid. It's a yearly event. Each yep. year, you know, we were able to attract uh, better quality of speakers. Uh, we had a better program. Bigger brands would would uh, would uh, would would decide to partner with us, and right. then they stayed with us. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, you know, um, we also started receiving a lot of interest, you know, from from other countries and other regions to actually. And welcome back to the Sporting Global Podcast. And today I'm here with Jan from World Football Summit. And Jan, first of all, thanks thanks for taking the time. How's how's everything going? Very good. Well, um, very busy at the moment. We're five weeks away from World Football Summit Europe, which will take place on the 28th and 29th of September in Sevilla. So, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of work to do from now till the event. Yeah. But very excited because it's going to be a great event. So, Absolutely, so but, but happy. And it, it's a pleasure having you here. I know, I know, as you're saying, like it's a very hectic time, but it, but it's important, you know, to take the time as well to share some knowledge, share some inspiration for for the upcoming weeks ahead. And maybe it's a little little way for you to to have like a small break, <laughs> I guess, in a sense, take that you know breather uh, before you before you go get back to Absolutely. the hectic schedule. But uh, I think we're just going to dive right into it. And I wanted to, you know, for the people that are listening to, we're always asking like a little bit about your background, how you ended up in the sport industry. Talk, talk a little bit about how your journey in the sport industry started and, and how, where you ended up today. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit of a, I mean, I actually wasn't looking to enter the sports industry. Right. Um, um, but it's true that I've always had a, a big passion for sports yeah. and especially for, for football now. So, so ever since I was a kid, I'm half Italian, half Dutch, uh, but I've lived most of my life in, in Spain, in Madrid. So yeah, all of those countries have a very big footballing heritage now. And uh, I'm fans in Italy of Lazio, in uh, in in Holland of Ajax because of my father, um, and in Spain where I've lived most of my life in Madrid of, of Real Madrid. No, right. Um, so yeah, football has been very close. Um, I'm one of the co-founders and and owners of of World Football Summit. So actually, uh, the the seed of World Football Summit um, is a company called Nexus, uh, mm. which I started back in 2006. Yeah. Uh, Nexus. What Nexus do, does is, we're mainly is promote commercial relations between Spain and different countries, right. and uh, and we did that mainly by helping business delegations that came from abroad. Uh, we we help them network and right. create and engage with potential investors, clients, customers, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, and to do that, we 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 organized a lot of events. Right. So, Nexus right. became specialized in uh, in in event organization, uh, yeah. and um, and one of the problems that Nexus had though was that um, some of the events that we organized uh, were not uh, did not happen on a yearly basis. No, we we had clients who 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 whom we organized an event one year, and maybe you know they we wouldn't do another one. For another three, four years, no. Mm. So there wasn't a lot of, of repeat business, right? And um, but back in 2012, 
uh, I collaborated in the organization of a an event uh, which is now called South Summit, which is one of the biggest startup yeah. events in and entrepreneurial events in Spain. Um, the idea was very close to what was what was being done in other countries in the U.S. and, for example, in Ireland, such as Web Summit. Right. Uh, in Spain at the time, um, an event that you know would bring together the the main startups uh, of 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 the Spanish startup ecosystem did not work, did not exist, and so we, well, I collaborated in this event in order to bring them together and to attract investors, you no, know, both yeah. national and international. So I worked in that project. Nice. And. Uh, just that event became a very big event and it became a company in itself, you know, because each year, you know, the event becomes bigger, more prestigious, more people, more people come. So yeah. I actually participated in that first edition. I was one of the, the people who actually had the idea and, and developed uh, the concept of, of the whole event. But after the first year, we left. So at Nexus, one of the ideas uh, that we had was to find another niche mm. in another industry where that uh, meeting point did not exist. Right. Uh, and actually, it was one of our employees uh, at, at Nexus who who now works for La Liga. He's the head of La Liga in, in, in Africa, in South Africa. Nice. Uh, Marcos, who had the idea and saying, listen, I, why don't we do something around the football industry? No. Yeah. And, and at the time, that was back in 2015. Mm. Uh, well, there was there was a lot of talk about football, you know, becoming an industry and, yeah. and developing really, you know, uh, 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 a whole sector around it. You know, that it's not only sports, but, but, yeah. but there's a whole economy around it, you know, right. um, which isn't evident, you no, know, because um, yeah. maybe 10, 12 years ago, you know, having a, a football club in Spain and anywhere in the world really was probably not a good business, no? But, but things changed, there were, yeah. uh, and, and, and there's been a huge development, no? Right. Um, so we had the idea, we started looking and we were surprised to see that in Spain, a country with such a huge footballing heritage, an yeah. event that would bring together the key stakeholders of this industry did not exist. So, yeah. so we, so, so we, we had the idea. We we developed it, and right. uh, and and we decided, you know, to to put all our efforts into making it happen. No, so yeah. so really, yeah. My how I got into the in football industry was not because I had, you know, I wanted to work in the industry, but really because I we found uh, a great opportunity. Right, we found it. We took it, and and obviously. We, uh, we 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 developed it properly, right? And that's the beauty of sports too. There's so many pathways into the industry, and sometimes yeah. you know, it's, it's just finding that niche, that gap that is missing, and uh, execute it, you know, and execute it well. Yeah, exactly. No, and and we were surprised there was no other event in Spain which was similar to what we were what we wanted to create. But we did see that in other countries, especially in the UK, they did exist. So right. obviously, you know, the, the there was there was a, a market for right. it, you know, and right. that was important. And uh, and and yeah, and then it was all about developing it properly. And we didn't want it to be anyhow local. And I think you you can obviously see that by by the name. 
it was yeah. very ambitious world <laughs> football summit but we thought you know spain had the the best ingredients you know to make a football industry event a right. success not only in spain but globally because one of one the footballing heritage that spain had right uh, is incredible yeah the two i think you know uh spain is a great location to do any kind of event you know yeah. uh so and 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 events take place in 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 spain from on on any industry you know so right so yeah i think we we came at the right moment yeah uh, and and we had the right ingredients for to to make it a success obviously it wasn't easy because the football industry the sports industry is also quite a closed industry yeah. uh, and, and we had no contacts at all nobody right. knew us so we had this grandiose idea with this grandiose name uh, yeah. and few people actually believed that that we could make it happen no and and the first editions of the events are always the most challenging ones yeah. no? so um because uh, as i was saying as i will say you know things happen very much at the last moment with events right. no so right. so we had to you know work very hard and then we actually saw the fruits like one one month two months uh before the event was happening no but we did a successful first edition right and the and that that first success you know uh allowed us to 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 grow no in in yeah. events very much a snowball effect right uh, and 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 once your first event is successful you can build on that success yeah. and it becomes bigger and bigger each year Absolutely. unless a pandemic happens no and, and that's <laughs> I, you still made that work too so hey, hey yeah. here we are but but i wanted to actually it, it, it's a nice segue because I mean, like, obviously, since 2016, right, you guys have held, you know, 12 events, had over, you know, 18,500 people through the gates. And I mean, like, looking back now, like, what, what have been some key lessons that you had along the way uh, from the events, from, like, the journey since 2016? Yeah, well, uh, there there have been many, many challenges, no? Obviously, the, the, the first one was to actually build a very strong brand, you no, know, and bring, build, uh, make sure that the right people you surround yourself with the right people, right? Uh, not only in the team that that you build organizing the events, but right. also you know the the speakers and the partners that that you manage to to convince and that they go on board, you no. Know? Um, so so that was the main challenge I think that we had, especially on on our first uh, on on our first edition, right? Uh, as before few people thought that we would bring you know we would be able to 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 make this happen but we had a few key people you know that really you know saw the potential the event had and gave us the, the necessary support uh that was needed you know to uh to 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 build on the platform and then actually if i tell you the truth after 2016 the growth um has been I wouldn't say easy, but uh, but it has been um, I would say re relatively uh, relatively yeah um, easy. I would say in the sense that it it made sense that we grew. Right. You know? So uh, right. we we grew our event in Madrid. It's a yearly event. Each yep. year, you know, we were able to attract. Uh, better quality of speakers. Uh, we had a better program. 
bigger brands would would uh, would uh, would would decide to partner with us and right. then they stick with us. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, um, we also started receiving a lot of interest, you know, from from other countries and other regions to actually develop our yeah. event uh, there. So actually, in in uh, in 2016, we, we we did our first edition. Then we did 2017, and in 2018 already, we reached an agreement to develop our first event outside of Europe. No, and we did that in Asia. So yeah. in, in April 2019, we did our first event of WFS Asia, mm -hmm. and precisely during the event, we also reached an agreement to develop our first edition in Africa as well, right. which we were going to celebrate in March 2020. So our idea, that also made us rebrand a little bit what World Football Summit is. And yeah. our, our our event in Spain, we rebranded it as WFS Europe. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is our European edition. So yeah. even though it's a very global event, right. Uh, and, for example, now in Sevilla, we're expecting people from over a hundred different countries attending right. uh, uh, Sevilla in person. Yeah. Obviously, ninety percent of the attendees are uh, European. So, yeah. bringing our summit to another region would allow us to to grow our platform in that other region. So, obviously, in Asia, ninety percent of the attendees were Asian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Africa, we we were forced to cancel it in March twenty twenty, mm. uh, but we are relaunching that event now uh, in for November this year. And there again, you know, ninety percent. Yeah, of yeah. The attendees are going to be African, no, and and so will will the speakers, the partners, yeah. and the topics that we will be right. uh, putting and generating, no. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, the 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 greatest challenge we had, we you know, was was at the beginning, no, and then it was really a question of of of, of keep going, you know, right, and uh, and and ensuring uh, that the that the platform grew. Uh, that that our program, the speakers, the partners, uh, that 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 we you know we provide them a good service that they stay with us and yeah. that they grow with us because if, right. uh, if 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 we grow you know it's in their interest to stay with us no so yeah hundred hundred percent and I mean like it's it's you always need to see a little bit of growth you know in order to keep keep pushing and expanding so whether that's you know this much or this much it's 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 part of that kind of like ever evolving step-by-step uh, -step action plan that you have and i wanted to kind of like uh, go a little bit back i guess like forward to 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 the upcoming event that is happening obviously in in, in september now and obviously that's the world football summit europe event at the end of september and leading up to that like what have been some of your key priorities and what are some of the things that people can expect at the events in sevilla yeah well, in Sevilla, obviously, we we've had a few challenges. The first was actually to to move to Sevilla. So we've yeah. uh, um, we last year uh, we did our fifth edition. We did it at the Wanda Metropolitano. So all of our uh, European or Spanish editions have been celebrated in in Madrid. Mm. Um, and we 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 have, we were approached by Sevilla uh, yeah. and Sevilla. Uh, you know, they 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 loved our event. They they right. saw it, and and they wanted to bring it to to the city. You no, know? so so we obviously went there. 
yeah. uh, analyze the situation and and obviously and we reached an agreement with with Sevilla but with the city of Sevilla to bring it there um obviously Sevilla is 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 a magnificent city it's beautiful uh I've I had been already several times yeah but you know a, a decision had to be taken and right. obviously we discussed also uh before deciding on it with many of our partners right uh, many of our collaborators to know what what they thought yeah and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't say I was surprised but uh but what really strengthened the, our decision to to take it to Sevilla was the response that we had from everybody Mm. Uh, us, no, and the response was extremely positive. No, right. uh, Sevilla is a great city. It's it has very easy access from from all over the place. Yeah, um, the venue where where we were we are gonna do the event is the best venue World Football Summit has had by far, especially wow. for a B two B event. No, yep. um, and um, and and obviously, well, it has two very strong first division clubs you know, like Sevilla and Betis, uh, which were extremely excited with an event like ours taking place. Yeah. Uh, we have very strong institutional background from, from the city, from actually the Junta de Andalucía, the, the community of mm. Andalucía as well. Yeah. So, yeah, in that sense, um, uh, yeah, it was... It was fairly easy at the end to take the decision, but uh, but it was one of our key priorities to understand, um, you know, what they thought about uh, about us moving to Sevilla, and the response was extremely uh, was extremely positive. Yeah, uh, and then you know, in terms of priorities, um, uh, one of the greatest challenges we have, obviously, is developing, uh, well, bringing the right people in, no, and, and developing a very strong program for the event. Right. This is this year is going to be our most ambitious uh, program. We have three stages, and we've developed eleven different tracks. Right, um, right. Um, the idea of developing those tracks is that if you actually attend every single panel. At World Football Summit, you have a 360-degree vision of everything that is happening within the football industry. No, so yeah, yep. so the tracks are around performance. It's around sports tech. It's around governance. It's around women's football, esports, broadcasting, uh, Web three, sustainability. So you know we have speakers, we have companies, you know, from all of these uh, separate sectors that that right. that. The football industry, what what it is today? Yeah, yeah, and no, I mean, like just showcasing the, uh, I, I guess the the total picture, right, of, of like what the football industry entails, and today more than ever, I mean, like it's become a massive business and industry that covers a lot of a lot of areas that you wouldn't look back at, uh, you know, ten ten five years ago from from yeah, exactly. It's that football, and I guess sports. Is very transversal. No, any company in the world, in whatever sector, could have a link uh, to 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 football or to sports in one way. Whether they work directly for it, or they, you know, it's a company that is sponsoring, you know, and and uses, you know, the the power of football to to get visibility. You no, know? I always say that uh, football for me is the greatest generator of content in the world. Um, uh, in every single radio, newspaper, television, there's always news about football or about sports, 
every single day of the year. Huh? So uh, it's it's impressive uh, because actually as an industry itself, it's not that big, no? Right. Uh, right. Um, yeah, because I always give the example of um, Real Madrid. No, Real Madrid has a an annual revenue of 800, 850 million euros a year, no? And, and that's the same revenue of two Apple stores in New York, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. But but as a brand, Real Madrid and Apple are not too far away, right? You know? uh, so so that also I think explains the potential uh, of okay. the industry to grow, you know, to really monetize all those billions of fans that that are around are around the world. You know? Yeah, I mean, like it's the biggest sport in the world for a reason, right? And I mean, like it's just part of like the evolution and and embracing, you know, uh, technology and innovation and and speaking of you know technology and innovation like how is kind of like i guess in a sense the the growth and then and the changes in sports technology and innovation impacted your events like you know talking about you know startups competitions topics i know you you touched a little bit about the topics but perhaps kind of like you know go a little bit more deeper into it and how that you know have impacted your your events uh you know more more recently i guess yeah well one of the main impacts um, that technology has had as an event organizer itself um, is is the event technology that surrounds an event like ours, no? And right. that has developed, for example, uh, hugely in the in the past years. And in that sense, actually, the pandemic has has helped us, no? So right. uh, when the pandemic started, um, well, obviously at the beginning, and and all all our events were were cancelled. We were not too sure. What, what to do, no, and whether to do an online summit uh, yeah. or a Zoom summit. And uh, and actually, we use, we have a very powerful app uh, that allows you to network with 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 all the attendees at, at World Football Summit. Yeah. And the company that creates that app uh, during the pandemic, they immediately pivoted so that that app could actually organize online events, no, mm -hmm. and that you couldn't only engage with the attendees, but that you could actually organize uh, uh, video calls uh, and, and and those video calls, people could interact, could ask yeah. questions, participate in. So nice. we actually in 2020, during the pandemic, we organized our first online summit. Right. Uh, we, we did a few webinars and then we organized what actually have been our biggest events to date. So. Mm -hmm. In our first online summit, which was in July 2020, yeah, uh, we had close to 4,000 attendees from 125 different countries. No, and uh, and we did it. We did the whole event during the course of five days, uh, so that the you know the the actual the topics uh, were were spread between three or four hours at a time that could work for the whole world. No, right. so it was. We started at 12 at noon in uh, in in Spain, no, and finished at 3:30, 4 o'clock. Yeah. And you know, for for those in America, uh, if they woke up very early, they they could they could participate live. Yeah. And for those in in uh, in Asia, for example, if they they could participate very late, no. So so, and now actually we are incorporating all of that technology to our on-site events. So mm -hmm. last. When we did for the first time in two years our first on-site event, 
right it was actually our first hybrid event mm. so yeah, yeah, we yeah. now have the technology for anybody who cannot travel on site to the right. event to actually participate online yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to yeah. to to actually see all of the panels uh to interact with all of the attendees yeah. uh to also interact with the panels uh so in that sense obviously the the, the technology uh has has really improved uh our our event and right. then uh in terms of of technology at 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 world football summit as a topic it's one of the hugest topics that we have actually we also have some side events apart from world football summit one of them is called the football innovation forum yep, yep. Uh, we've done two editions of that event and it's focused very much on 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 technology how technology is enabling uh football as an industry to grow right um, i was saying football has billions of fans across the world yeah uh, but the great challenge that football has is to monetize all of those fans right in order to, to grow the revenues of of the clubs the leagues and the industry as a whole and right. and technology is what is allowing uh, those monetizations and uh, and another thing which is very important right now if you look at everything that is around web3 mm -hmm. uh you know blockchains nfts uh you name it sports right. is at the epicenter of all of that technology you no know? so yeah. so whether it is you know uh cryptocurrencies that use you know sports to to gain more visibilities mm -hmm. or or companies like so rare like sophios.com which have right. grown and and have sports at their center of their business model no right. and uh and, and that is and and that happens now because because of because of what was i was saying before no sports mm -hmm. has such a huge voice and reaches yeah. so many people and these new technologies that are rising uh are 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 are, are essential for for the for the football industry for the sports industry as a as a whole you know to to grow and for them it's a great opportunity yeah no i mean like it's it's a, it's a critical part of of the development of the sports of the engagement with the fans the monetization so there's a lot of a lot of factors involved and i mean like it's kind of like in a way as well you you kind of like a lot of the sport industry and the football industry and the clubs had to adjust and adapt very fast in the pandemic and i think that you know, showcases as well, in a sense with you guys too, you had to adapt and you had to, you know, stay on top of like, what are the trends, what are the topics, right, that are, that are happening in order to cover, cover those. And, and I think that, that, that leads me a little bit about to, um, you know, talking a little about, you know, tips, advice that you have for, for sports students and professionals here, like looking to get into the football industry. Uh, first and foremost, like, one, I guess, in a sense, from a general level, what are some ways that people can attend the event in Sevilla that are coming coming up now? And second, like, you know, what would be some tips that you have seen, you know, working so close with the, the key stakeholders in the football industry uh, over some tips and advice for, for sports students, you know, that are they're yeah. looking to get into the football industry? Yeah. Well, for one, I would definitely advise them to to come to World Football Summit and to attend it, just so you know a little bit what what they can expect. No, yeah. um, as I was saying before, it's it's going to be our biggest event to date. We are going to have close to two thousand five hundred people on site, a uh, thousand tuning in online, people from traveling to Sevilla from more than a hundred different countries. Yeah. We're going to have 
over 150 speakers and organizing 45 panels divided in three different stages. No, yeah. um, uh, we've also, you know, there are certain topics that are gonna, you know, be very important. I think the role that women have also in in uh, in 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 the sports and football industry is very important. We actually took a pledge together with the uh, organization Women in Football that at least 30% of speakers uh would be female and uh and I think we're going to be able to 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 better that figure uh very well. Um we have, you know, 10%. Obviously, we're very aware also of everything that is happening around the world. So, so 10% of our ticketing sales is going to be donated to Common Goal, uh, an organization of which we are uh, members since, since they started back in 2017. Mm -hmm. And that money is going to be distributed among, among NGOs that use the power of football in the Ukraine. You know? So there's also some, some social... And um, and in terms of so I think one it's uh, it should be an unmissable event no and to enter the football industry to enter the sports industry I think you know meeting people in person uh, seeing them face to face is yeah. is extremely important uh, but you also have to do it properly no and and there's sure. also there's a skill to do that no uh, and and obviously the first well, to, to participate at World Football Summit, you, you enter our website and there are four different ticketing options. Uh, we have a, a VIP, uh, we have a VIP ticket. No, we have a delicate, normal delicate pass. And then we have two uh, online uh, uh, opportunities no? okay. uh, to actually access it online if, if you cannot travel to, to Sevilla. But yeah. what I always say is people that go to an event, it's very important for them to properly prepare the event, you know? so oh, yeah. actually know exactly who is going to be there, maybe right. approach them through the WFS app, but approach them in a smooth way. No, uh, people are extremely busy. Yeah. And uh, I always say um, many times people approach me and, and ask and, and ask me for advice. And, and many times, depending on, on, I always try and, and reply to everybody, but I always you know, sometimes someone really properly writes an email. They know oh, yeah. what I'm doing. They've studied yeah. who, who I am, what I could do for them or what yeah. they could do for me. Right. Uh, and that always eases the first approach. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I think for anybody who wants to enter the sports industry in an event like World Football Summit, there are hundreds of opportunities. It's up to you yeah. to really, you know, make sure that you you seek them properly. That you have a good approach to the people who are who are attending the event and try you know and 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 do something for them rather than asking that they do something for you yeah. right because they don't know you at all but if your approach is i would like to help you with this and this and that because right. i've seen that you need help in this and this and that yeah. i think you know the the response you're probably going to get is uh is 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 a lot is going to be a lot better. No? Right. So, and you know, I always say, Google it. No, how to approach people, um, and, uh, and and it's all explained there, and it's not science fiction. No, right. uh, and uh, and it's it's a skill, and yeah. it's a skill, and you have to learn it. And uh, and if you do it properly, you know, uh, uh, you you have 
multiple opportunities because because the football industry is full, filled with companies. A club is a company, and uh, all of them have open positions, and everybody is looking for people that are going to add value to their company. So yeah. if you if you approach those people and and that first and they see that you're there to add value to them. Yeah, uh, I think the entrance no is going to be a lot easier now, and 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 the response is going to be a lot more positive. And I mean, like at the end of the day, you just need to get out there, right, and, and practice, you know, and take that step and reach out to people, and then you know, as you know, as a kind of add on to that, as well as you were talking about, it's is you got to do the research, you know, like look up the companies, look up the people, you know, try to understand like where they're coming from, their story a little bit, and see where you can add on, you know, so. Yeah. You are better prepared, and the more prepared you are, uh, you know, a little bit easier that conversation will go. It's, it still might be a challenging for a lot of people, and it, and it's part of the game. But you know, the more you practice in an event like that, I mean, like it's two days, right? I mean, like imagine how many people you can speak to. So you yeah. know, as, as a conclusion, and I know we're running out of time, you know. Um, you know, first of all, uh, Jan, you know, I would like to thank you for taking the time, you know, of course, and sharing your, your insights and story. And then for those of you that have been listening here all the way at the end, you know, make sure to like the video, subscribe as well, and, uh, and sign up for the World Football Summit event. And we both will be there. So we hope to see all of you there. And, uh, you know, as a little like tiny thing, you know, attend our presentation as well <laughs> that we're having. Um, but uh, but yeah, Jan, it was a uh, was a pleasure having you here, and thanks once again for taking the time. No, thank you very much for the invite for the talk, and I well, I thank you also for partnering and and supporting an event like ours. And we're really looking forward to 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 meeting in person in in Sevilla in in a few weeks, and uh, and and strengthening our partnership. Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun and we're excited to be part of it. And, and again, like meet, meet, meeting face to face. So yeah. before we wrap up, Jen, I have like one little challenge for you that we have to do. It's like part of our podcast tradition. So before we wrap up, I have to teach you a little bit Norwegian. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we have to do. So with every video we do, we always finish with vi snakkes, which means see you later in Norwegian. So that that that's what you have to say. There you go. Great job. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Jen. And uh, everyone, have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.